Amen. Well, while that's going around, um, just wanted to uh, invite um, Jordan up. So Jordan, why don't you come up and have a seat? And we have a special guest with us and want to kind of do a little interview here with Jordan. Jordan um, goes, or actually just graduated. Sorry, I, I forget. Jordan just graduated from eighth grade, right, at Cooley Middle School, and that's where my wife teaches. So did you have Jen as your teacher? Yeah, you did. Okay, that's right. So, um, and he's part of the Bible club there and, and uh, been saved for a few years now. And I'm going to ask him a few questions because God's been really working in this young man's life um, on the campus. And so I thought it'd be great as his uh, father, Andy, and his brother, Chase, are here too. And Andy's been a, a pastor for years and been in youth ministry for years, right? And we've known each other actually back from the early days in Chico and Paradise. So he's going to share what God's put on his heart, which is phenomenal. I just wanted you guys all to hear it today. But before that, because um, his kid's way better than the dad's, right? You know, our kids are just better than us. It's just the way it is. But I want to ask you a few questions, Jordan, because um, what God's been doing in your life is really cool. And um, although the church started out that way where everyone was sharing their faith, it's kind of hard today to share your faith. So will you tell us, um, I want you to first tell us a little bit about when you got saved and how that happened. And then when God first put on your heart to start sharing your faith. Yeah. So when I first gave my life to Jesus, I was four years old and it, my dad had his ministry and he was preaching to a bunch of youth kids and he was just telling them how much he lo- Jesus loves them and just preaching to them. And then he had an altar call at the end. And he said, whoever wants to give their life to Jesus, raise their hand. No one raised their hand but me. So my dad called me up, and then he's like, my son gave his life to Jesus. Now who else? And then everyone else rose their hand, and it was just so cool. And then all of them got saved with me, and it was just super cool. And then I started to really, like, tell people about Jesus in middle school. And God just really started to, like, touch me, and I... Because, like, I had a huge heart for my friends, like, because they went through so much, and they're, like, going through it. And so I just kept praying and praying for them. And then, and then like, God did a lot in my life. It was awesome. And it's just... First time you left All right. So there's this kid named Armand at my school, and his... We're at PE, and his leg was hurting, and, um... I prayed for him, and then he got healed, and then he freaked out. He was like, what the heck? And it it was so funny. But, yeah, he freaked out. And then I'm like, that's Jesus, dude. He healed you. Like, he's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, you want to give your life to Jesus? He's like, sure. And then, yeah. So So I'm like, Jesus loves you. Like, I kind of forgot what I said. But, (laughs) shoot. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, yeah. I said, well, I said, I'm like, I'm not the one who healed you. Jesus healed you. And it was just so awesome. It was just like, it was cool. So I want Jesus. Yeah. How do I do that? Well, I'm like, I said in the Bible, it says that, you know, it says to believe in your heart that he died on the cross and to just, yeah, and confess with your mouth that he, he is Lord. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, right there. It was awesome. So here, um, I, I hope this is recording. Yeah, yeah, thumbs up. Okay. Um, has there ever been, uh, well, I know, well, God keeps track of everything, right? You know that, right? So he has books. And so every person that you led to the Lord is, and not that we're keeping track, but how many people have you led to the Lord in, since you started doing this? Um, I think 
27. Wow, in junior high. So that's pretty, pretty awesome. And um, can you, But, you know, it sounds easy. Like, you just prayed for a guy, God healed him, you got saved. Has there ever been a time where it hasn't been easy? Or has anyone ever um, said, you know, stop telling me about you or got mad at you? Can you tell us a story about that? Yes. All right. So there's this one kid. Um, he just did not want Jesus at all. I would tell him about Jesus, and he was like, I don't want you to talk to Jesus ever. And I'm like, and it was, he's right next, because in our PE, like, what's it called? Locker room. He's right next to me. And so I would tell him about Jesus, and a couple of days went by, and I'm like, I told my mom about him, and he, she, she's like, just give him space. He just, he needs, you know, some space because I don't want to just, like, you know, shove it down his throat. But <laughs> so I gave him some space. We didn't talk to each other, like, because he, he just wouldn't talk to me. And so I would tell people about Jesus next to him, and he would get mad at me. And he would go, like, why do you tell everybody about Jesus? Just stop. And then one day, like, he's like, why do you tell people about Jesus? And I'm like, because I love you. I'm like, I don't want you to go to hell. I want you to go to heaven. And it was just awesome. It was, like, super cool. He was just, like, he didn't know what to say. He just, he was, like, he, like, I felt like because he didn't know why I was telling people about Jesus. But when he found out, he was just, like, wow. It was cool. So you think the reason why when you said that you loved him, did that kind of? It kind of, yeah, it kind of. Did he stop saying that to you? Um, so, like, he kind of started talking to me a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. And. He was still a little mad because he was like, yeah, but, yeah. It was, he was still kind of mad. Uh, yeah, but it was better. Be mad, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was better than before. Uh, what would you say to anyone in the room that would say, um, it's, I'm, I'm too scared to go share my faith, or, uh, or I don't know what to say? Yeah. Well, just keep spending time with Jesus. Like, that's all it is. Just get alone with him and just spend all your time with him. And God will ready you in your heart, and it's just amazing. And it's just, he will give you boldness. But if you want to go spend, like, if you want to go tell people about Jesus, but eventually you got to step out and stuff. And so just, just keep trying to step out even though you're scared and just eventually you'll you'll start stepping out and telling people about jesus so how do you break the ice with a, a kid at your school what do you say just is it out of a relationship that you already have with them yeah or do you sometimes you just go hey, what's, you know, well at first so i was kind of learning but like i would just go up to people and say hey jesus loves you that's how i kind of started just saying that and then Really, because, like, some people get mad. Some people didn't know what to say. And then, you know, it's different. Some people are like, that's awesome. And then, but, like, I just, just, like, talking to them. Like, having, like, you know, just communicating with them, getting to know them, loving on them, just seeing them for who they are, encouraging them. And, yeah, just, I think the biggest thing is just to encourage people. Like, God loves people. Just share them what God has for them, and, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, it does, it makes it a lot easier. What's your favorite, um, out of the 27 that you've led in the Lord, what stands out the most? Which one is, like, your, oh, my gosh, God did, showed off? Oh, okay, I had a friend named Carson, and he was this total atheist, like, he didn't want Jesus, like, he was, actually, he was more, like, he wanted to know the truth, but he didn't know what the truth was. He 
believed in aliens and all that stuff. But I just kept praying for him and talking to him about Jesus, and I really wanted him to find Jesus because, like, he was a, he's a great friend, and I just wanted him to go to heaven. So I think it was this year, and, like, at the start of the year, like, because God did something awesome in his life, like, See, he, he was asking, he's like, God, if you're real, give me a sign. And so he's like, he said to me, he said, I think you were that sign. And so, yeah. And I'm like, hey, you want to give your life to Jesus? He's like, yeah. And then I, he, we prayed the prayer, and he gave his life to Jesus. And it wasn't just that. He had this other testimony where his friend, his brother was dying, and they loved Jesus. And his the brother was blind, and he was drawing. And he drew, like, really good, and he was drawing angels, and he saw angels, and he's like, I'm going to, like, he's like, I know I'm going to go to heaven. It's my time. And then he went away, like, he, yeah, passed away. But that really, that too really gripped his heart. And then I was kind of, like, watering that seed, and it, he grew. It was awesome. No, yeah, you never, yes, yeah. And then there's one more, his, like, he, He's kind of like my best friend. We don't really talk to each other anymore because like, he goes to a different high school, and I hardly see him. But his name is Mo, and he, he was, he's just really struggling in life. Like, he, yeah, he's just, his dad's not, you know, he, like, they kind of divorced and stuff. And, like, yeah, and he went through a lot, and he was kind of alone a lot. And he went nothing with Jesus. He was Muslim, too, and... That was part of it. But, like, he just, I just kept telling him about Jesus. And one day, really, I just prayed for him. I'm like, hey, like, I was so excited to see him because I was like, I ran straight to him in the rain. I'm like, hey, Mel, what's up? I'm like, can I pray for you? He's like, sure. Because, like, yeah. Anyways, and then I prayed for him. And I'm like, that's awesome, dude. And then the next day, it was pouring down rain. And then I ran out. I'm like, Hey, Mo, can I pray for you one more time? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you want to give your life to Jesus? He's like, sure. Well, at first, he's like, what does that mean? I'm like, and then I told him, I'm like, it's just having, like, just believing that he's God and, like, just, you know, knowing that he died on the cross and stuff. And I'm like, that's how you get saved. But part of it, too, is relationship with him. And then he gave his life to Jesus, and that was awesome. That was one of my favorite ones. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just never give up. Just keep, keep whoever it is. Just keep loving on them and just keep praying for them. Really, prayer breaks. It breaks everything. God really, it prayer like is awesome. So. So, Sort of. Yeah. I mean, because really, God does all the work. We can't do anything. Like. No, it's about, yeah, because God's doing, uh-uh, oh yeah, yes. Hey, you guys want to pray for Jordan with me, so Jordan, why don't you stand up, and babe, why don't you come up here, and just lift your hand towards him, or you come up here and pray, but he's going into high school, he's going to go to Wood Creek High School um, in Roseville, and so let's just pray a blessing on him, and just that God would use him. Father, we just as a family agree right now for Jordan, God, that you would put a new uh, portion of anointing on him to take his campus for Jesus. Father, we pray the uh, the anointing of Elisha, Lord, when his uh, master Elijah left, he said, give me a double, 
give me a double portion. And Elijah said, you ask for a lot, but let, we'll see what God says. And so God actually gave Elijah a double portion. So we, we pray right now that, Lord, the same measure you gave to Elisha, Lord, that you would just pour on Jordan and Chase even, Lord, as they go to school this next year, Father. And you would just anoint them, God, to preach the gospel and to be clear and bold. Lord, I pray a spirit of boldness on them in Jesus' name and wisdom right now. Father, we pray that mighty miracles would accompany the witnessing of the name of Jesus. Lord, that people would be healed at Wood Creek High School, Lord, that there would be people that would be brokenhearted that would be mended, Father. We pray, God, that people that would be broken from divorce, God, would be healed, God, that we'd see miracles in families, Lord, and that you would move mightily, Lord, and that your name, Jesus, would be praised above all things, Father. And Lord, we just pray for safety for Jordan and Chase as they continue to minister your name. God, would you protect them, protect their hearts and minds, protect them physically, God, as they have already endured persecution for your namesake, God, would you give them the strength and the courage inside to continue to do what you've called them to do, Father? We believe it. We declare it over them. We prophetically speak over their life, God, that you would continue the good work that you began in them because you're faithful to complete it. And we pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jordan. Give Jordan a hand. Intimidating when you have a young kid leading people to the Lord. So, um, Andy, why don't you come up and uh, let's get your mic on. And uh, I know I, it's a funny thing. And Andy's going to share the word. So let's just open up our hearts and, uh, and uh, thank you for coming. And I know uh, your wife, Angelica, is working today, right? She got a new job. So you guys are working out of that and super busy. So thank you for making time to come up with your boys and, and just thank share you your guys. heart with us. Yeah, we love you. And uh, so go for it. Is that, is that on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Wow. All right. So I'll just take this down. All right. Get this mic up. Let's see how far. That's good. Okay. I'll just talk then. All right. So um, this is is so exciting to watch um, my two boys just really on fire for God and how God uses him and it's exciting coming home from work and just seeing dad you won't believe this and this and that something's always happening and I'm so thankful and grateful and uh, I'm so thankful and grateful to be here with you this morning Um, have uh, Doug and Jennifer just inviting uh, us to come and share with you it's such an honor you won't believe. To me, uh, it's such a blessing just to be here this morning and talking to you and out of God's word and just testifying out of what the Holy Spirit is doing. And uh, it's so exciting. The most exciting thing is just to be in him and to see him just flow in your home, through your life, through your testimony, through what God's doing. It's, there's no other thing that could top it. I mean, not even Disneyland. You know, it's just, it's the most exciting, life-giving, powerful thing. Because that's really where life is. It's in Christ. And when we get to be in Christ and see uh, Christ in each other. And see what God's doing through each other. It, it's just so life-giving and so powerful. It changes the atmosphere. It changes things around you. And literally, that becomes the most real thing that's happening even 
more real than any other thing that is happening in life because really that's where reality is. It's in Christ. It's in, um, in his spirit. And so I was, I was praying this week, Lord, what could I do to come alongside and come in agreement with what you're doing here in this church? Um, what could I do to serve and, and just come alongside um, Doug and Jennifer and, and this body of believers that I just getting to meet and know and, and build them up? And, and the Lord gave me this, just a phrase. And so it's from him to you, okay? Leave me out of it. No, I was part of it because I asked him, so he, I get to tell you. But, um, but it's something I'm sure you already know because he's speaking this. And that is, he says, know one another by the Spirit. Know each other by the Spirit. And that's probably what I'm going to share with you. Uh, I get the opportunity to share uh, our life message. And I say our because it's our families. And my wife, she was here. Um, she really is here in spirit. She's, she's been praying too. And she loves you guys. And she'll be here. You'll get to meet her. Um, but her name's Angelica. And she is the love of my life. And her birthday is around the corner. So we get to celebrate her. Um, but yeah, so she she uh, right now is working with uh, Mercy Multiplied. I don't know if you guys ever heard that. It's a new job she has, and it's really part of the heart of what God's called us to do is to see uh, people set free from things from from a grip of darkness that's come on people, and um, it's a ministry that's gone on long before us. Mercy Multiplied. I don't know if some of you guys heard it. It's in Lincoln. So she gets to work, a part of a team. And uh, just opportunity opened up. But we leapt for it because it's like, oh, wow, this is, this is part of what we're about. And so God gave her that opportunity to open that door. And that's where she, she is right now. And it's faith-based. And so we get to do it through Christ. And it's exciting to see uh, young women set free uh, from the love of the Father and uh, addictions and things break off them. So that's what she's doing. But um, it's all part of we're on a journey with the Lord, and you guys are on a journey with the Lord. And um, so I want you to turn to Psalms number 1, Psalms 1. And this is a scripture that God's given, given me to share. It's one you guys probably know. Um, but uh, I want to read it to you real quick. So, and it's just talking about how many of you guys have gone river rafting? You know, just uh, on the do the float. That's one of my favorite things. I haven't got to get the boys out there yet because we want to make sure they're good swimmers before they go out there. We don't want anything to happen to them. But they're ready now, so we'll get to do it soon when it's like triple digits, a hundred thousand degrees out there, and then we'll go out there. The four-hour float down the sack. We love that. It's fun. But um, when this, this verse actually comes alive to me when we're floating down the river like that. But it says, uh, Blessed is the man who, who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, 
But his delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted in the rivers of water that brings its fruit in season and whose also shall not wither. And whatever he does shall prosper. And the godly are not so. And it goes on describing, I mean, the ungodly are not so. And it goes on describing about that. But what I, I just see that picture of, of you guys and, uh, and my sons is like they're, I call my sons, I call them my trees, my little trees. You know, they're growing. And uh, it's so awesome to see them grow. And we're all, we're all on the same journey. We're all growing. Um, you know, it's like we're trees planted by the water. The water is Jesus, right? That water is the Spirit of God. All right, and, and the truth, and we're planted by the rivers in the truth of God, in the rock. Isn't that awesome? So our roots go down deep, but not just deep. They go into the rock. Have you ever seen a tree that, that was sprung up out of a rock? You know, it's not coming out. It's not, no, matter what, no matter what storm comes, that, that tree is solid, right? And, and it's like our roots are going in through the rock by the river and our, our leaf will not wither and we're going to bear fruit in season and out of season and it's the grace and mercy of God that keeps us alive and, and nourished right so that's what that that water is like the grace and mercy of God all right and so I just see that verse for you guys take it run with it be encouraged know each other by the spirit and it goes on in Galatians, not by the flesh, right? But, but the Lord wants me to focus on the Spirit right now. That's what He's saying. He's saying, this is a body, my body, and you're coming together to encourage each other. And so when you see each other, when you talk to each other, when you get to know each other, every time you break bread together, every time you, you even think about each other, conversations to one another about each other, be in the Spirit. Be in Christ. Why? Because that is going to encourage you. That's going to encourage you. And so that's what I want to share out of our life message, that God's called us to be demonstration. A demonstration. And that's kind of a theme. I mean, uh, this last eight years, God did a shift. You know, I was a youth pastor. And now, you know, I'm, I'm um, driving buses and things like that. But my ministry had never stopped. Because my ministry is to the Lord and then to others around. And so, but the scenery's changed. Everything's changed. But he hasn't changed. And what he's called me to do hasn't changed. And what he's called me to be hasn't changed. And so it still affects what's around me. I just have to remain rooted in him and then the life will flow. And so he gave, he dropped this as an anchor in our family. And I want to share this because there's anchors that God is calling you guys as a body, as individuals, as families to develop in him. So that when the storms, when the times, when things change, when stuff happens, that you're not going to change. That you're going to be rooted in the rock. You're going to be nourished by the, the river of God that flows, right? And that you can continue to affect the world around you and not be moved. And still bear fruit in season and out of season. Yeah.
All right? And that's what this house is about. That's what this place, the rivers, is about. You know, it's in Christ. So I remember a father in the faith, he told me this. <coughs> and I never forgot it. And I'm going to be careful with my time. How are we doing on time? You're good. Okay, good. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But, but <laughs> so, okay. So here's us, okay? This is like a father in the faith told me this. And I never forgot, but here's us. And we come in Christ. And we're planted in him. And we're surrounded by him and his spirit. So whatever happens to him happens to us. So don't be surprised if trials come because they came to him, right? Don't be surprised by persecutions or you know, different things that take place. Don't be afraid. Because everything that's happened to him will happen to us if we're in him, right? And so here we are, we're in him. Now, if I took a nail and a hammer, and I took it and I, I started driving that nail into this book, that nail would go all the way through it and out the other side, right? And it would also go through us, right? But check this out. So that's kind of the suffering, right? We, we fellowship with his sufferings. But we will also know the power of his resurrection. Every promise that's in this book was for him, is for us. We get to fellowship with that. We get to encounter that. We get to live that. We get to come alive to that. And so, so do we. So do you. Right? Every promise... Every, every promise, every persecution, sure, uh, that takes place. But take heart for who overcame? He overcame. So if he overcame, who overcame? We, we overcame, right? So we get to walk as overcomers because he overcame. And his victory is our victory now, right? He defeated who? He defeated death, hell, and the grave. So who gets to defeat death, hell, and the grave now? We do. Because he's in us, we're in him. Right? We're the bottle in the ocean, but the ocean is now in our bottle, right? It's like we're one. We're one. And so I just wanted to come here to encourage and remind you that you're in Christ. Know each other in Christ. Don't know each other outside of Christ. That's why we can't look at each other how we look when we get up in the morning. <laughs> All right? You know what I'm saying? We can't look at our outfit and clothes and like, I can't believe they're wearing it. No, no, no. He said, don't know each other that way. That's not me. But know each other in me. Know each other in the Spirit of God. So when I see Jordan in the morning, I get to celebrate him because I see the glory of my king in him. When I see Chase in the morning, I get to rejoice in him because I see him in Christ, the Spirit of God. Okay? Yeah, he, he's been witnessing like a little fire starter on his campus too at his school, and he's even had sandwiches thrown at him because of, don't tell me about God, you know, and they don't know what they're talking about. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They learn that from somewhere, but, but Chase is still praying for him and loving on him. 
and we get to work through it. Now they see me get up in the morning <coughs> sometimes, and I'm not always like, oh, ah, all right, let's go for God. I try. I try. That's my, my desire, right? But I don't always meet that because sometimes I'm fighting fatigue. Sometimes I'm dealing with stuff. Sometimes the pressure of life is pounding me. Sometimes I'm going through things, right? And I'm not always what you see here. I'll, I'll be real. <laughs> Keeping it real, guys. But uh, I try. And, but they know. They see me angry. They've seen me tired. They see me beat down. They've seen me scared. They've seen me upset. They see me discouraged. They see me. Uh, I was supposed to tell you guys this too, because the Lord said, "Share with them what you've been through." I'm not going, not in detail. Don't worry. <laughs> but but they've seen me disappointed. They see me at times fight depression. I didn't stay there, but they see me. And each time they got to see me run to God. Oh God, I don't know what to do. I remember um, this sticks in my son's head really strong. But one day he comes in my room and he sees me on the floor and I'm just weeping. And he's like, Dad, what are you doing? Now, I'm praying, son, I'm praying. But I was taking my pain to God and God healed me. So he, he got to see me down, but he got to see me get back up. Because see, Jesus had gone through all those things. Jesus wept, right? So, phew. Okay, good. I'm still like him, right? Uh, Jesus uh, went through persecutions. He's been disappointed. Jesus, yeah, right? He's been betrayed. He's been all those things. But because he got back up, I could get back up. Because he overcame, I overcome. I get to share in his strength when I am weak. You do too. So one of the things, as we're praying in the car on the way here, I said, God, oh, guys, what was speaking to your heart? God was speaking to Jordan uh, that God wants to heal people here. And because Jesus had the spike run through him, we could have healing run through us. God wants to heal some people this morning, and I want to honor that. So I'm going to kind of wrap it up because I'm going to, I want to give a time where we open this up and we get to pray, come in agreement with the cross, come in agreement with the victory, come in agreement with healing, come in agreement with God just knocking some things out that are trying to choke. And we get to come up here and give it to God and then, and then leave out there free, leave out there healed, leave out there uh, like a tree planted by the water because our roots are growing through the rock, right? And we're anchored in him. So um, I'm going to wrap it up with this. Um, the, the thing, the mission, the, the mandate, the, the thing that we said God is a family, how do we stay bonded in you? How do we stay where... Where a world changing every, every second around us that we remain rooted in you through every storm. So he gave us this um, to be a demonstration. God wants you to be a demonstration. And it happens through declar declaration, right? Declaring the world. But I'm not going to get into that. He said focus on demonstration. Demonstrating his love, 
demonstrating honor in that Jesus is the way through our devotion to him. Being one and building each other's strengths and defending each other's weaknesses. To see others set free by leading them into a life-changing encounter with God. So he gave us this verse to back that up. I'm always looking for a verse to back things up. That's, that's a good thing. Okay, so when I'm off, I can line up. Romans 12, 9 through 12, it says, Don't just pretend to love others, but really love them. Hate what is wrong and hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with a, a real affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord out of joy or enthusiasm, out of zeal. Rejoice and be confident in the hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. So I'm going to leave you with seven keys, and then I'm going to drop the mic and hand it back to <laughs> Doug. And uh, I want us to go in a time where we say, Holy Spirit. And we get to, it's an offering to the Lord. And so I don't know what different people are going through right now. I did pray for words and knowledge. But um, I think God wants to do something, and he wants to, he wants to heal and so I just, I just want to make room. Like, I want Holy Spirit to do. Because it's like Jordan said, Chase would say it too. Doug would say it. Is, you know, I'm not the healer, but he is. And you could bring that whatever it is. Whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, whatever it may be. But uh, there's seven keys for us to live a dem- demonstration. And I'm not going to go deep into that. I'm just going to hit the seven keys. But being a demonstration is love is a key. Honor. Devotion to the Lord. Building others up. Being free. And that's where his boldness comes in. Leading others in a life-changing encounter with God and being full of the fire of God. So that is what it is. Know each other by the Spirit. And position yourself like this. Just position yourself for the outpouring of God. Because he's always pouring out. He says, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. What does that mean? That means everybody who wants him, you could be poured out on. And he's pouring out, it washes you. And it fills you. And he begins to fill you. And he wants to fill you with his heart, with his fire, with his, with his breakthrough, with his anointing, with, with everything. He just wants to fill you and then the outpouring. Because what he fills us up with is going to come out. That's what Jordan's talking about. Is when, when he gets alone with God and uh, doesn't know how to share with his friends, the Holy Spirit does. Right? And he creates opportunity, changes the atmosphere around us. And all that kind of thing. And God wants to do that um, for all of us. And so I just wanted to, to share that with you. Know each other by the Spirit. When you think about each other, that's, who you, that's why he says, pray always. Pray without ceasing. Pray in the Spirit, right? All right. So thank you guys. We love you guys. And I'm just going to open this back up just for ministry. Um, from the Lord to you guys, so.